bring this die. down. Let's, let's so, bring this podcast So I want you guys to tell me that I was just in a bad mood and Die is the greatest book ever. I don't know. You don't know what I was talking about. I have a love-hate relationship with this book. Me too. Kind of, sort of. So, like, it's really weird. I read, like, the first three or four and then stopped. And then after Drew read it, then I'm, and we were going to read it, so mm-hmm. I went back. Oh, my God. Like, jumping into, like, issue five, I had no idea what the fuck was going on. I had, like, I don't know who the characters were. Like, they weren't different. I had no idea what, what was happening. Hmm. It was, like, all over the place. Did you listen to my review? I gave you some backstory. Until about halfway through, once they all kind of came back together. And try to read some of them? I don't know. Because I, I didn't want to spend the time because it was, like, torturous to get through, like, it's. It felt like the last half of the book finally got some wheels and like we were going somewhere, and I could follow it. And they had a mission and they had a had a had a purpose, and so like the last half of the book was way better than the first half of the book. But I don't know. It's not. I, Honestly, I do tend to side more here this direction because it, I tell you what, for me, the first half of the book was a struggle. I, oh my I, God. I damn near gave up. Yeah. 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 I know. I, the whole time I was reading, I'm like, man, I need to just give up. But I paid 60 bucks for this book. Drew texted me. Drew texted me like last week. He's like, did you finish Die? And I'm like, dude, I don't know that I can even go back to it because it's. I, the only hard. reason I kept pushing along was because I knew you and I talked at his board game night and okay. said, okay, I'm going to read this thing, you know, and type stuff. And it, because by issue seven, I think I was out type thing. <laughs> I was I was out, out, like, out. So I'm like, I, I don't know. But, you know, strangely, as I kept going through, and after finally that they get to that point, I think, where they meet up with the their friend's soul and kind of stab him or whatever, strangely, to your point, they've got a bit of a mission. They've destroyed this fucking world. They've made it a mess. And... It's like, okay, now they're actually doing some stuff, even if I... Here's the big problem, I feel like. I don't really give a shit about any of these characters. Oh, no, they're all horrible. <laughs> you know, type things. And so finally, when you get into the later half of the book, when they're talking more about the world and the missions and the things that they're doing, I found myself a little bit more, you know, at least like, okay, this is this is tolerable, you know, and whatever else. And here's part of the problem, too, because I really feel like... Uh, how do you pronounce his last name? Gillian's Gillen. Kieran Gillen. Gillen. Kieran Gillen. Kieran. I have no idea. That's how I pronounce it. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I thought it was Gillian, but you're right. It is Gillen. But Gillen. yeah. Yeah. So I can't even get his last name right. But anyway, I feel like he's a really good writer. I really feel like. I feel like he could be. I, don't, I feel there's like nothing he's written that I've liked. I feel so like. I don't know. But there's is a thing. He, there's a difference between having the imagination of the story and yeah. being able to write well. Correct. Okay, and I feel like he can write really well. I oh. feel like he used very good I language. Feel like he's got good ideas and, and things that okay. deliver. See, I felt like some of the dialogue there throughout there, and some of the narrator thoughts and things of this nature, I thought were were pretty well thought out and and placed in there. Sure. But yet, I felt like the characters just it, it to me it struggled where I felt like it needed to have. To your point, you said it. You needed to have what the hell happened to them when they were younger. Because unfortunately, when you jump in, 
they know what the hell's going on and what's up with this world, but you as the reader have no flipping clue. The only thing where the that heck you need to know about now. what happened earlier is that that soul guy or whatever got left behind. I mean, that's it. Do you? Like, that's all you figured, you felt you needed to know? See, I felt like they just... I actually wanted to get the hell out of there. And then, like, the last half of the book be them back in their real lives. I didn't want to read about them in the die yeah, world. Think be... I wanted to read about them when they come back and try to piece their lives together. Like, that's what I was waiting for. Do you add that up with the timeline, too? That the second time they go back, they're there for, I think, four fucking years. I didn't add it up, but I know that they come back in the in middle the of, of the, the pandemic. In the middle yeah. of the pandemic. But if I did the math right, Which it was ninety one. Then they jumped twenty five years. Was so I was like, seriously, you know, really? Things. We're gonna pop back out in the pandemic? Oh, well, you I, need to wear a mask. Why I, do I need to wear I a mask? I think that's because that's when they ended the thing, though. I think is why that they no, just tried to win. It was a gimmick. It's a fucking gimmick, and it was a stupid gimmick, and I hated it. It was retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay. Really I can't sure. really debate it there. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, that book, I could, if somebody would give me $30 for my I would take right it now, sell. I would take it and you sell want 30 it. bucks for it, Scott? <laughs> if I could get 60 bucks, I should ask my I'd daughter. Though, whoever bought it out. Because she yes. may want, want it. If, uh, yeah. Daughter, <laughs> if your daughter, I'll give it to her for 20 What's that? I think she liked it. I think she's read it because when I told her I was going to be reading this, she's it's like, fine. but she kind of gave me that look like, I don't know that you're going to like it. Yeah. But I think she thought I wasn't going to like it but because of all understand. the references to like other writers and things of that nature. Uh, and honestly, I didn't have much of a problem with that. No, Luckily that enough, I mean, for the most part, it used references to people I was aware who? of except for the one of Jane Eyre. I actually anyway. read Jane Eyre like a couple years ago. Okay. Well, I liked the part where they were talking to, was it Lovecraft? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of funny. Like that was kind of interesting. Yeah, H.G. Wells was fine too. I mean, H. I just H. didn't think I didn't think those added anything. Though. And you had the little bit of Tolkien, you know, that was real quick in the freaking you know, trenches. Yeah, uh, I type mean, stuff. So I got done, and I'm like, but it did feel. Now like I know why I went twenty issues because it's a twenty sided die. Oh, good job! And they each had their own little die. Yep. Yeah. That. I guess brought them. them or whatever. I have no idea what they meant because they talked about it, but then they in never the very first issue it. they talked about it. In the very first, if you didn't read talked, that recently, if, yeah, if you didn't reread that or whatever. I yeah. mean, basically, then, the dies were all sorts of crazy magic, and they all had their own die. Right, and then when they roll them, boom, they were into the the. World. And what was the deal with the chick? She had to have like gold to be able to. Yeah, she had to have that fairy gold. But the fairy gold disappears at the end of every day, so she had to collect it that day. She couldn't store it between Can days to make her powers work. Yeah, to make yeah, her to make Did her... you read all the essays oh, no. in the back? No, 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 I was done with that book, dude. No. I barely got through the 20 issues. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, flipped through a little bit. There is a thing in there about Matt Mercer or whatever from Critical Role and stuff, but yeah, I, I, think I, I think I buzzed through some of that I stuff. read some of the, the pop-out blurbs. What do you guys think of the art? Yeah, not good. I didn't think you'd like it. I liked it. But I, mean, I, I do tend to like that kind of, what is it, a watercolor or something? It's not bad. It's digitally painted. It's not bad. Something, but but uh, I, I, no. And, oh. like, to you, like, the storytelling's funny. Like, they, 
Focus they never the showed any of the action crap. Yeah. Yes. Which is just like... Which which you mentioned, and I totally agree with you on that. I was telling and I, you about, I felt like I was... Like I needed, felt like that first episode of Moon Knight where he goes into the bathroom and you just see chairs flying out. Uh, I needed a little bit of, like, action adventure thrown in. Like, a little more kind of spectacle. I, I, and maybe that's why I liked it as it was getting... Or towards later towards the end. I think it was almost were, over? Maybe, that's <laughs> that's maybe I liked the last but, of it, too, because it was almost over. But there was a little bit more of the action-type perspectives there and things. Well, I remember I reading like. something like, oh, yeah, there's a fourth arc, and it's going to be... They're going to go into a dungeon. I'm like, okay, that sounds kind of cool. And then I read I'm like, this is the worst dungeon, dungeon crawl ever. ever. Yeah. <laughs> like... You almost had me excited. Well, and I also felt like... For, it's not that hard well, to write a Dungeons & Dragons maybe that's story, the thing. man. I thought I was actually... The reason I didn't like it was because of the fact that it wasn't aimed towards me. I mean, I've, I have never been very much of a Dungeons & Dragons fan at all. So I thought that but I... Would you was like fantasy? Type things. I mean, fantasy's okay, but it, yeah. you know, I'm much more of a sci-fi guy. So, yeah. but I mean, I tolerate fantasy. Three-time Hugo-nominated yeah. comic. How did it win so many awards for yeah, being it was so nominated. bad? It didn't say one. It won something. Nominated. I think it won an Eisner or something. It could be. Uh, How does it even get said, nominated? I feel like it was. <laughs> I felt like it was a well-written book, though. Is my problem? I don't. I don't think was. it was at all. <laughs> I've read a lot of stuff by Karen. Going. And I like most everything I've read. This thing was just. Did you read Wicked and Divine? I've read. I've started it. I have all of. I have the four hardcovers. Like four issues through it. No, I have the full collection of hardcovers, but I've only read like the first twelve. Issues. I'm kind of curious about that one. I think that one might be pretty good. Well, it's kind of like a know. Sandman. Like so it sounds Goss. like out of the three of us, though, I almost liked it the best. I yeah. said, that's what it sounds wow. like. Wow. Sounds like wow. Yeah, you give it the biggest pass. So, and even then, I wasn't, like, hugely impressed either. So it's... Uh, yeah, it's not... Uh, Do you want to buy two copies? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I have no desire to You can buy it, one yeah. for your daughter yeah. and one for your son. Doorstop. No, no, no. Doorstop. I can believe that. It is a hefty little thing, isn't it? Yeah. I did tell my wife that I did have to struggle through that, that thing. But, uh, it might be fun to watch it burn. But like I said, I I just set it on fire. Wow. I just felt like it was. Uh, I don't I'm, know that I wanted I to know. take a bookshelf. So I'll just keep it and read it again in twenty years, and maybe it'll be. Yeah, awesome. you'll probably love it. So you know, y'all oh, sell it, yeah. And then in twenty years, I'll be like, man, where did that book die? Didn't like it. Maybe it just wasn't. Maybe I was in a maybe mood. in a bad mood. So that's why I was curious. When you read something like that, and you're struggling, and you're like, is it not good? Am I just not in the right mood? Is am I not getting it? Well, That's like why I, I wanted said, you guys to read it. So I, and when, I wasn't and when, I, it. when I read it and I was starting to go through it, I just felt like I am not the demographic for this. Well, who know, is the demographic? It. Is it your daughter? I don't know. Maybe it's my daughter. Maybe, Maybe it's younger. Did. Maybe it's younger people. Charlie yeah. is really getting into Dungeons and Dragons. Maybe, Maybe she would love it. Give it to he him would love it. and see. And I'll be like, you know what? If you tear this book up, I don't care. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Do whatever the hell you want. Give me 20 bucks and you can have it. Cool. All right, well, there you go. I don't know. I may have to text. Moving like, on to, know, like, now. the best thing ever. Copra. Copra. The have... Master Collection, book one. That collection. giant. Issues Is one it bigger through than 12. Is it bigger than, like, a Invincible or is it the same I don't size? know. It's a Seems... damn, I love it. Love it. That book. I don't know that I've ever read the... I've read the first six. I don't know that I've read seven through 12. Oh, really? It's better than the first six. It is. I like it. It's a good book. I really want to get into Cobra. I just can't. I read the first 12. And you should read this all together. Oh. I have read both of them gotcha. all together. 
I like it. Um, I love the art. Yeah, the art's really cool. But I'm digging the story, too. The story's okay. It just doesn't quite But he's got that uh, Punisher character. Yeah. So, I'm in. <laughs> doesn't even name, like, F. Cast. It's like Cast... Castellano. Castellano or, or Frank Cast- Castellano. It's not Frank. It's like Castellano. I don't think Francis, so. Francis Castellano. Francis Castellano. I think they just call him by his last name. Yeah. Castellano. Have you read any Copra? Copra? Yes, I read the first. First six? Uh, yeah. Okay. You, you I have let, the second six if you, you want. You let me borrow it. I, I, I don't you think I'm the get demographic. Into it either. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't like, like it either. I, I love the art. Yeah. I love... But I'm digging the story. story. I hope that that book does well enough. I mean, I'd love to have... I think he's planning to do like 55 to 60 issues of it. Like, I think he has an ending in mind. And I think he's close. So if he did 60, we could potentially get five of those. I could potentially get five of those. And I would love to have five of those. Because I know there were six. There's a lot of characters to keep track of. Yeah, but when you, dude, after, so this is probably like the third. Maybe I need to read a third time. This is like the third time that I've read the first six. Yeah, and it's starting to click then. And it, it it seemed a lot easier. The second time was easier than the first. I haven't tried a third time. Right, and I don't know that I've read, um, like I said, I don't know that I read 7 through 12 um, ever. I might have read a couple of them, but man, that... No, the I art is... That. that is freaking Oh, it is amazing. amazing. Yeah. Love the art. Um, I do too. I I really do dig a lot of the art, but I just don't think that the the story the story was at least. It's almost like a ninety. It's I mean, definitely it's, a nineties like image book, but a little bit stepped up, right? Like the story's better. It's got better. It's characters. Suicide Squad. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, it's, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, I know Suicide Squad, I mean, Young you got, Blood, whatever. Yeah, I mean you've got uh, Deadlock, yeah, uh, Deadshot. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not straight Suicide Squad. Because, well, it kind of is. I mean, they're a I mean, Suicide yeah, Squad. They are. And yeah. the leader is an African-American woman, Amanda Waller. I mean, yeah. to me, it is it, it is Suicide Squad. But then you get weird magic stuff. And, well, yeah. I mean, there's like, a Doctor Strange character like, in there. Weird, like, because, like, yeah. Uh, and there's a, I mean? other dimensions. Yeah. So it's and not really like Suicide Squad. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know what I mean? The setup I, is Suicide Squad. Yes, but the story is not. But yes, the, the, but, but yeah, and I mean, some of these pages, like, where he does, like, these panels where they're, like, flying It's funny, and I look at the art, and I'm like, I don't like, know how he did that. Like, that's, I know, me too. It's like, like how did he create that effect? Exactly. Because <laughs> you know he's like, probably doing looks all like ballpoint pen. Yeah, and then he's got, like, colored pencils. And, and he's got, like, some of it looks like, colored, like, a lot of the stuff where he does, like, uh... <laughs> What did he do? Where he's doing like like this, but it's blown up. But I mean, like, yeah. when he's doing these like super thick lines, like yeah, it's probably a brush, it's a marker or a brush, marker, yeah. and he's like just not filling it in where he misses that. And yeah, it's like I mean, yeah, I I find myself looking at some of that, going, how did what did he do here? Like, how did he do that? But I and mean, the coloring is so subtle, you know, it's just so interesting. Yeah, visually, it's very. And then I don't like. Like, he'll go to, a, like, a fully rendered page, and then he'll have one panel where it's, like, just yeah. outlined pen, and then just, like, either rough brush or marker. I don't know. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, he's a super cool guy. Like, I was so happy that I got to spend a little bit of time talking to him. Yeah. Um, at the... At Heroes. Um, but, yeah. 
Cool. I can't read right, it high I'll, enough. I'll give it one more shot. I'm going to reread Copra 1 and 2 again. Do you have the trades? Yeah. Oh, okay. What else you got? What else you got? I got... I hate this place. I got... I have Magic I Order two. and Ronin. What? I have three. Oh, fuck. So uh, I, guess... I just got the one and then I required reading. So go for it, I guess. Yeah, I guess you got the most. All right, so I did... I'm still doing my... Hardcover uh, reread. Premiere... Marvel Premiere Classics, so I read Magic. I love that book. The four issues. It's a little series. wordy. It is wordy. Um, John Buscema's art's nice. Yeah, the, the art's cool. Um, and I don't know that I've read this since I read it as a kid. Wow. Like, I just remember... It's kind of crazy. Um, I mean, it's a pretty basic story. It's a four-issue series. Um, Il- Ileana um, Magic... Um, from the X-Men and the New Mutants. I don't know if you know who Magic is or Ileana Rasputin. She's Colossus' sister. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was, yeah, yeah, I know that. Um, she was like in the New Mutants. She was in the New Mutants, yeah. Time. Played by that one girl that's in the Well, I mean, she was right in now. the comic book New Mutants, <laughs> not the she movie New Mutants. <laughs> Mike, your favorite, they made a comic book out of your favorite movie, Scott. I but yes, the New both. Mutants. It was quite good. I. Did you see But he was like, he was like, what? what? Um, it is very wordy because it's an '80s and it's Chris Claremont. <laughs> Dude loves just, his voice. Oh yeah. Um, so basically, it's the origin, I guess, of Ileana. Um, so when she was seven-ish, maybe seven or eight, she was. Visiting Colossus, I think, in the United States, because he was the X Men, and then they got, she got sucked into Limbo, um, a magic realm, dimension, dimension and the X Men tried to get her back. And so, but time moves different in Limbo than it does on our earthly plane or of the course. earthly plane of the X Men. So she was only gone for like a few seconds, but it was like seven years. So she disappears. And she's like this seven or eight year old girl, and she comes back, and she's like this fourteen, fifteen year old girl, girl. But it was, and so it was like eight years for her, but a blink of an eye for them. And so basically, the story is there's a demon called Belasco, who um, rules, rules that realm, Limbo, and he takes her, and so like he has a whole. I don't know why they're there. They're just a different version of the X-Men and they're all evil and they've been twisted. So like Nightcrawler is a demon bad guy. Storm and Shadow and Kitty Pride are there and Storm has been there for a long time. Like she's old, but she fought off Belasco and so she has like Matt, like she's so old that like her, her mutant power, her wind power, can, nature powers don't work. So she's like magic. She uses magic. But anyway, the whole point of the story is that Belasco t- gets a hold of Ileana and he's going to use her. So he gives her this little, which, when did they get rid of that? Because it's just not a part of the lore anymore. I remember forever that was like a big thing, the bloodstones and the yeah. little medallion. Ooh. So Belasco gives her like this little medallion. And so like every so often as she grows, he'll take a drop of her blood and create this bloodstone. And it drops into this, like it's a pentagram shaped whatever but when all once he fills up all five, like he'll be able to go to Earth and take over Earth, like that's his gateway to Earth or whatever. 
And so, like, through these four issues, over these seven years that she's there, like, they create, like, three bloodstones. So it never gets completed, and she ends up learning all this magic or whatever, and she flips the tables on Belasco and defeats him, blah, blah, blah. Um, Isn't it weird how she got sucked into the dimension, but yet her mutant power is to teleport, but she has to teleport through Limbo. Yes. <laughs> but her mutant power had nothing to do with her getting sucked in there. In no, the... she was just visiting some weird place, and there was a well, I portal, think she right? was like with the X Men. Yeah, and there was like some weird artifact or portal or something. Right, that she got sucked into. She got sucked into there. So why was her mutant power tied into Limbo? Maybe, <laughs> maybe because she's there, they tied into that. I guess I don't no. know. But uh, yeah, ask Chris Claremont that at Planet Comic Con. Yeah, and he could give you an answer for like two hours, and could? you could pay him twenty dollars to sign your. Hey, but you get a cool story with it. That's you part could. of the experience. It is. Would he give me the know? cool story if, if I stand in line? I have nothing for him to sign. I'm not paying any money. Would he still talk to me? I don't know. He I might actually it. with him, but. Uh, be like, hey man, I'm not here. I've been waiting for two hours. I would just bring something and have him just sign whatever, you know. Sign my favorite. No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> just I would do that. Like, I would wait. Would in, you sign my Luke? I would wait in line for like two hours and then get up there and go, hey man, I don't really have any. I didn't bring anything for you to sign. I just had a question for you. Yeah. Like yeah, back so. in 1984 when you wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> whatever happened to those bloodstones? Whatever happened to the bloodstones? And, and why does her mutant power have anything? Why does limbo? her mutant power have anything? Why does she have to go through limbo? Yeah, maybe we're gonna be there probably all three days, so I may have time to kill. You're gonna be. There I may run days? out of money. Really? Why would you? So. Oh, cool! Wow. Do you already have your place? Have a place there? Uh, no, but we have discussed it, and we're staying in the swanky, ritzy, fucking thing that's got the walkway right to the Leo. The Leo. Who's we? Me and Barbara. And oh, wow. You're I think Charlie's going to go and maybe staying, one of his friends. You're staying in the swanky place? The Leos. The Lowe's. Wow. I think that's where all the... I think that's where all the talent stays. Hmm. It's very pricey. So but you went you know what it cheap does? last year, but then you got it. Because it has a connected walkway to the yeah. convention center. You can just drop your stuff off. So that, but also Barbara doesn't want to... Do a twelve-hour tour at the convention like I do, so she's like, she you know, if we stay back. there, like I can leave, how much take is a it? nap. It's a lot. Just tell me the price of the hotel. Two forty-nine. It's not that much. A night for me, yeah. Two forty-nine a night. Bad. Then you don't get. Then they charge you for parking, so it's like twenty-four no, for park yourself for or thirty-four to valet. <laughs> wow. Twenty-four or thirty-four. $10 is not horrible. Yeah, like it's only $10 different. I could li literally park on the street right beside it for free yeah. and then walk to the hotel. Yeah, just do that. Which yeah, if you could, that. well, you'd be able to is the key. How Actually, when we went to that, um, and I might have told you guys this, but when we went to, did that convention with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Vanilla yeah. Ice, when we uh, bended, bended uh -huh. there, so on the very, I can't remember which direction it is, but... Where the, that art, the big sale looking things, yeah, like on the back far end of it, yeah, that art museum thing or whatever. So that end of it, that's where all the loading docks are, where everybody yeah. loads in and loads out for Planet. Mm -hmm. But if you drive down, you can go around there and there's a parking garage under that. Yeah. It's a little bit to walk, 
Pig was only like two dollars or five dollars to park in that thing. So I parked in that thing. I mean, it's a walk. And exactly. a lot of it parks really far away. And a lot of it's uphill. Yeah, exactly. I did that when we went last year. Uh huh. So if you want to go and you want to walk, <laughs> we walked. It was only like it was uphill. Like I said it was, it was only like two dollars or five dollars. Yeah, I don't think it was that cheap though. But whatever. Anyway, um, I read Frank Miller's Ronin, the original. Have you read well, that before? Yes. Okay, so this is a reread. So, so you're getting ready for Ronin two? I'm getting ready for Ronin two because who hell? Do you remember anything about Ronin? Oh well, yeah, because I just re I just read it for the first the time. For the first time. Yeah. Why don't you talk about it on the podcast? I did. I have he the did. absolute. I brought it. He did? I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yes. I have the absolute. Did I totally tune that out? Probably. Uh, it could be. Like, he was starting like to read it to us. recently? <laughs> you yeah. talked about Ronin? In the last six years? Because when I read this, yeah. it was yeah. like brand new. Yeah. Like, I was like, I barely read it before. I don't remember your review at all. I don't remember anything about it after six months ago. But, okay. Uh, so. It's pretty cool. It's basically uh, a futuristic thing that's... Frank Miller did. I really feel like he read a bunch of Lone Wolf and Cub. I was going to say it's like if Lone Wolf and Cub met Akira, but this came out in like 82, 84, 82, and Akira just started in like 82 or 83, so I don't think Akira really influenced No, it's more sci-fi. It's like, uh... That's what I'm saying. It's It's like Akira. Yeah, but Akira took place in like 1996. Yeah, but not... As is this... But in this future, they have, like, robotics and AI and all Just that. Just like in Akira. Akira doesn't have robotics and AI. Got those cool motorcycles. Oh, my God. Well, the reason I say it's like Akira is because the main character is, like, this super psychic ability thing. Okay. He's, like, running the whole thing, and they're, like, exploiting him. So it's very... It's more like uh, Wolverine uh, Weapon X, but that hadn't come out yet either. No, it's nothing like Wolverine Weapon X. But uh, anyway, um, this was like Frank Miller's first creator-owned like series. He, he was given full creative freedom from DC to do whatever he wanted, yep. format, whatever. He can retain copyright. That's why he can do Ronin 2 30 years later. Yeah. How did he write a better contract than Alan Moore? He probably won. I don't know. It was before. Yeah, I know. So, I don't know. Alan Moore just got screwed. Alan Moore just got screwed because it was so good. This was pretty... I mean, it's still pretty well. This is still in print, isn't it? I don't know. If they did an absolute. Yeah, but I don't think it's still in print. I don't know. I'm just saying, I think there's about, you know, 25 yeah. million more copies of Watchmen that have been oh, sold Oh, totally. I mean, obviously, Watchmen is a way bigger hit than Ronin. Yes. Fair, fair. So, anyway. So, anyway, it's future. There's a city. There's, like, this big Aquarius complex... That's run by an AI, and there's this guy, Billy, who's like a paraplegic or doesn't have arms and legs or something, who's a psychic, who kind of helps run it as well, like he's part of the central core. Well, somehow a samurai, Ronin, from like, and a demon from like hundreds of years ago somehow gets transferred into the people here, and they escape and run like through the city. And, and it's cool. It's, it's, like, it's like samurai meets cyber. Highlander. Cyber, cyber, cyberpunk. It's like a samurai meets cyberpunk type of thing. It's cool. It's it's very Frank Miller. Like he was totally reading show. lots of Lone Wolf and Cub. Like this whole thing, it just all it does is remind me of like Lone Wolf and Cub. Like really, when the samurai guy runs around chopping up people. 
But then there's just carrying baby around it. It's just it's just interesting seeing this early Frank Miller work, and it's like everything he's done since then has like taken bits and pieces of this. You know, like he has so many interesting little motifs that he like uses, and he like just perpetuates that through all his work. Like I see Sin City in here, I see Three Hundred, I see I see the Daredevil stuff he's already done that's in here. You know, it's just like is this before after Dark Knight. This is before. Oh, this is before? Yeah, and you can see a lot of Dark Knight stuff in here. Like, you see, like, there's some scenes that, like, evoke, like, some Dark Knight stuff. Like, there's mutants who are, like, underground. They just got to fight. You're like, dude, those are, like, the same mutants I would have thought like, he would have had to pull after Dark Knight to do this and, like, get his own... No, his copyright. Daredevil work alone... Got that. Got this. Gotcha. And then he launched this into Dark Knight and all his other stuff. Yeah, I went on the Wikipedia page because I... Frank Miller's done so much stuff, I wanted to kind of see the chronology yeah. of it, you know? So I was looking at it up today. But yeah, it's interesting. It's cool. It's a cool book. It's not his best work, but it's just interesting seeing his progression and the does ideas. Does Varley do the colors on Yeah, this? Lynn Varley does the colors, and she's so amazing. Mm -hmm. So I know people give Lynn Varley a lot of credit for Frank Miller, but I always say, well, Sin City is black and white, so she doesn't get any credit for that. And that's one of some of his best stuff, too, so... Yeah. So, yeah. But Lynn Barley is a rock star as well. Not taking anything away from her. But, uh, yeah. Cool. That's really all I have. I have, I hate this place, Volume 1. Man. Yeah. Really. I wasn't like, sure if you were going to like that. Dude, I loved it. Really? I really did. I, I wasn't really sure. did. I, I, I was he surprised how yeah. much I enjoyed it. I You know... Kyle, I don't know if I just get his humor or whatever. Because this wasn't as funny as some of his. It's other not stuff. really funny, but it's it's. I felt like it had a really good fast pace. You didn't yeah. really need to do uh, a whole much there, and it's just he's he's got some humor, but it's it. You know, I think what it is is it's a humor horror yeah. a little bit in some ways. Now maybe it's a little bit more serious on some of the horror, you know, because there is some things there, but it it just it's over the top. You know, in a lot of oh, ways. Yeah. And I love that type of stuff. So I, I think it is. it does kind of like kind of speak into that. I am a demographic for this, I think, in some ways. Oh, yeah. So, totally. so yeah. Uh, you know, I don't you, – you, it's one of those things where you just kind of check your brain off and you just kind of roll with it and have fun. Yeah. So – Because he introduces a lot of stuff in that book and doesn't really – explore them oh he doesn't no it's just like okay go, go, let's go over here and and then he maybe fills in some little blanks here sure. and there you know type stuff yeah. but it's not overly complicated that you're, no, you can't not. really figure it out either type Correct. things i mean he i feel like he's got a pretty while strangely throwing in a you know a bunch of weird odd crap into a blender he's really just kind of trying to make it as simple as possible. Right, hey, here's a couple of characters, problem. and, you know, they're in a house that's kind of haunted, haunted, you know, and we're going to throw UFOs. in some ghosts, some UFOs, and some other types of things, and we're just going to have fun with it. Yeah. And I'm going to, oh, here, here's a mobster that's going to do whatever, or trying to, you know, get, no, I don't know about mobster, but bank robber, you know, yeah. and things. I mean, it's like, let's just throw a bunch of weird things, and I'm just going to make it a simple, straight-line story type of stuff. And then he, of course, has a little... But teaser at the end, you know, that there's something more, yeah. you know, obviously. Well, it but, doesn't end or anything. So. Yeah, I think he's got at least, what, three volumes out there or something, maybe? Well, no. This is the first one. That's the first one. Okay, yeah, He wants right. to do more. Yeah, he wants to do more, yeah. So, so we'll see what yeah. happens. Yeah. Is this through Image? Yeah. It's yeah. Image. Okay. I don't know. I was honestly surprised, because I think, 
I had heard some kind of cool things on it, and then when I read it, I I I found myself in Digging enjoying it. it cool. More. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, that was a not one hundred percent on that one. Yeah. Yeah. God, I I wasn't either. That when I read book it. you got in your hands, Don, is the biggest stupid cash grab I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, okay. You've read it? No, I don't think so. I've read the last Avengers story that's in it. Why are you talking? Why do you say it's the biggest cash grab ever? Because it's they did that Avengers classic and they had those backup stories. They just collected all those and then threw like a two part right story in and charged like what twenty five bucks for it. Thirty four ninety nine. Thirty four ninety nine for a two issue prestige format book and a bunch of backup stories. Yeah, I think that's a ripoff. So yes, I didn't know what this was exactly. So <laughs> Avengers Classic just reprinted the first twelve issues of Avengers. I'm yeah, assuming. with Art Adams covers. And then they had so all this is the backup stories. Yeah, you know how they did Classic X Men back in the day. They had those John Bolton backups. Yeah, it's the same right. thing. So the first one is trash. Like, it's terrible. Um, it, I don't even understand it. But, I will tell you... They have some cool artists on those stories. Michael Omin. Yeah. He does a lot of it. Yeah. And the art is cool. Like, the stories are... Well, the artists are cool. Like, they have Aragonis on one of them. Yeah. Um, and then even this... So, like... Um, but they're just little snippet stories. Yeah, they are. Like, but Omin does a lot of it, which it's really cool to see Omin doing like Avengers because I've yeah. never really seen Omin do Avengers. So I dug the artwork and then the the last most of the last of it was this uh Wando. I like Wando. Yeah, and I like him. And so I mean I enjoyed it, but I was like I was kinda like I didn't understand why this book exists. Like Well why that's what would I'm they... saying. It's like and they wanted to collect those backup stories and they're like, well we gotta pat it with something. I know, but Cause why you know, we can't you... charge thirty five dollars for this these backup stories. We'll why would you just ones. collect the backup stories though? That's what I don't Well, because they'd never been collected before other than the single issues of Avengers okay. Classic. I still don't get it. Like I said, it's just a cash grab. Gotcha. I um, think Yeah, and Sergio does one with like the mold like that one was okay. And then, obviously, like, the last event... So, it's very... Is this the first thing Ariel Olivetti did? It was one of... I mean, I don't think... It, I don't know if it's the first thing. I know it's one of his earlier works. Did he work on... He didn't work on Milestone, did he, for DC? Did he do any Milestone I have no stuff? idea. I don't know the history of Ariel Olivetti. But, uh... The art is pretty cool. It's almost like... I actually like that story. Cabbage-y, sort of. Like, yeah. Bisley. I don't know if it's just a painted. I actually do, too. Like... I think it's a fun, dark and gritty, like, all Avengers die kind of story. See, Scott's a big Ariel Olivetti fan. He is. He, got, he waited bet, in man. line for, like, ten hours to get a commission from him. At no, that's not Ariel. No, no that that's... Was, oh, that was Coipel. Olivier Coipel. Coipel. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> got my guys confused. What has Ariel Olivetti done? Know that? It's always done. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm sure he's done other I'm stuff. Sure a lot. Gotcha. I thought he did some Iron Man that stuff. That name sounds familiar. I got confused then. That's cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, these, the end stories are in these what ifs are always so weird because it's just like. His first trip was the last Avengers story. Nice. He had Mystique, Sabretooth, Alpha Flight, what if. JLA Paradise Lost, I guess he took over for uh, Alex Ross. Oh, really? He worked on The Kingdom, so another Alex Ross knockoff book. Hmm. <laughs> sequel to Kingdom Come. Gotcha. 
Um, oh, we did Punisher War Journal with Matt Fraction for a while. My, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. And Cable, I think. Cable, there you go. Yeah. Punisher War Journal. But, like, that's... that, like, that's awesome. Like, I love that. Yeah. That panel, like, that artwork. Well, he's kind of like a Richard yeah. Corbin, Simon Bisley. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Type guy. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, these, um, they're always so weird. It's cool to get, like, a, a glimpse of, like, what whoever it is writing it, which is Peter wrote David that? that wrote it. Is Peter it David. Okay. Um, you know what I mean? Like the end of the Marvel heroes or whatever. Yeah. And it's, the only problem I always have is like, you know, they fought the, which I guess I need to look at it different, but it's like, they fought these bad guys for 30, 50 years and they always find a way to defeat them until the end story comes up and then they kill them. They defeat them in some stupid ass way. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, but, uh, and the other thing that I found very strange was, like, so they, they're trying to, so Kang comes back, and he's got, uh, Ultron 67 or whatever, and so it's, like, Ultron and Kang and, um, the other brother, he's called the Grim Reaper, but he's the other, he's one of the, uh, kids of the Scarlet Witch in the Vision. Oh, okay. Um, and he's a bad guy now, and, uh, but, uh, they go... So they come to basically throw down and challenge Hank Pym to get together an Avengers team. Well, they kill the existing Avengers because all of the other Avengers have all retired or whatever. You know what I mean? And so, like, there's a new team of Avengers, so they blow up those Avengers. And then he challenges Hank Pym to a showdown, basically. So he's like, get your team together. I'll get my team together. We'll meet up at high noon and we'll duke it out. And so Hank Pym's going around trying to find all these guys. So he goes to get Hawkeye, which Mockingbird and Hawkeye are married slash living together, whatever. And, but Hawkeye is like blind, which is kind of weird because then they had old man Hawkeye or whatever where he was blind. But uh, so he goes to the house and uh, Mockingbird is there with him. And this is how far in the future or whatever, but... She's just, like, hanging out in her house in her Mockingbird costume. That's how they like, do. That's how they do. It's that 30 years that's after they do. She, she's still wearing her costume it's like around. like, Spectre. Did you still, like, answer the door? I was like, it so took me out of the story because I'm just like, really? She's just, like, hanging around at home in her, in her outfit, in her leotard. Like, that is the dumbest thing. What if danger strikes? You gotta <laughs> they're retired. They don't. What if danger strikes, Tom? You it did, and they turned it down because they're like, well, we can't fight them. It's like, we I've been just... wearing this leotard, but I'm not going to go. Sorry. <laughs> I was ready, but I'm not ready. I, All right. If I see Peter David at a convention, I'm going to ask him about that. Well, he's in the hospital, so probably Is not he? You didn't see that? No. Uh, it looks like a GoFundMe. You should have given to it. Why? What's... Wow. I mean, he had like five strokes or something. Jesus. Holy cow. That's a lot of strokes. <laughs> Maybe exaggerating, but it was a lot of That's strokes. That's a lot of strokes, dude. Five strokes is a lot. Well, I understand there was like... Recent? Yeah, like just last few weeks before Christmas, I think. But what I understand is he's like 65, but he's like doing a big GoFundMe for all his medical bills. I'm like, aren't you on Medicare at 65? I mean, yeah, but I, it's got its strange. Depends on the age. Sixty-five, you 
I thought you could, though. You almost have to go on Medicare. Yeah, that's what I thought. Don't. We can't. Like... So, I mean, people are like, well, so you know health insurance. I'm like, no, dude, he's got health insurance. He has Medicare. He's 65. He's got health insurance. And if he's got, like, a Medigap, then he should be pretty much nothing out of pocket. Right. That's a big problem is the whole cap crap. But you just buy, like, Medigap and you're covered for the most part. Yeah, but he's, like, a writer. That's what I'm saying. It's like there's, there's no... He probably doesn't have the money. He's 65. He should be retired. He lived paycheck to paycheck. They didn't have, like, a pension or a 401k. The dude's probably... Don't you know, like, all the writers... Okay, he's got Social Security, and he's got Medicare. I'm not saying it's going to cover everything, but if he's got any savings... I don't know. Are you not talking about Grimm? Nah. Okay. You sure? Yeah. It's late. All right, Fables. Penultimate volume. Although, I will hold on one yes. real quick story question. Yeah, absolutely. So, I have one, two, three, and five of Grimm. Oh, that sucks. Okay. This was not my fault. Those MFers canceled my four. Yeah. I ordered it. Yeah. I got screwed out of it. I hear you. Of course. Of course. So, I read one, two, and three. You should get a new comic book store. Huh? You should get a new comic book store. Yes, I should. One that doesn't screw you. One that doesn't screw me. Mm-hmm. Um... So I figure I read the first three. I I enjoyed it enough. I think maybe I'll just buy the trades. You can't. You don't want to buy just the one issue. Well, I don't want to keep going because then they're gonna. So I was making down. an in stock trades order, you know, mm-hmm. and you know I had that Compendium of Spawn Volume One or whatever. I was like, well, I think I'll pick up Volume Two because yeah, we all read the print. next. Yeah, it's out. I'm like, how are you out a Spawn Compendium? Did volume? you go on to eBay and said they want like eight hundred dollars? I didn't look because I don't want it that bad. Still? G R I M. But uh, but um, but then I saw that, like volume four just came out. I'm like, of the compendium. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, why are you put out volume four if you don't even have volume two? In Did print? you go to Amazon? No, I didn't look that hard. I think you get on Amazon. You just can't get the great discount on in stock trades. I think Amazon has it. It's just in stock trades was out. Yeah, sure. So buy this one issue here on eBay it would cost you like. Sixteen dollars. Yeah, exactly. What? Yeah. You just buy the trade. Grim? Yeah. It's got to be it's a, a variant. Foil. It's. I was well, say, actually, I think they're giving a... you two regular and foil cover. Yeah, you two, two comics comics set. Two yeah, comics. So there you go. It's only eight space. Then you flip the foil, dude. And you so make it back. And so then good. it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah not that bad. Flip the foil. All right, back to fables. Penultimate issue. Penultimate trade. Not well. It's kind of a penultimate issue too, but. I thought really... they were going to wrap it up and then just have like a big farewell thing, but they got a whole story cliffhanger going on here. They do, and they have like several little threads there that they kind of all. They got a lot to wrap up in just a farewell things. issue, is what I'm thinking. Yeah, but I think that was part of my problem is that by the time they get into the farewell issue, they wrap it up fairly quickly, you know, in some, yeah. some aspects. And some things they're already kind of leading to, but you know, yeah. especially the whole like Big B. They already had a bunch of those. This is the last such and such story. This well, is the last and they did some of that, story. and they're going to continue obviously with that in the last one. But you, I was just thinking that Rose controlling Bigby. I think the resolution of that is is pretty quick in the next one. I hate Rose now. So they completely things. ruined her character. I I was kind of thinking that too. She was... And did you feel like some things here were kind of just like. Oh crap! We're heading towards the end game. I guess I better wrap up some of these little things. You know, I'm just just thinking like the whole nurse sprat. You know, they're starting to almost have her look like Lady Dark, and then yeah. all of a sudden, oh, Rose figured it out. Boom! Okay, you're dead. You know, type things. I was like, wow, you didn't even 
dragged yeah. that one out even very long. It no. was like, yeah, they just, boom. We'll, we'll get rid of that piece of the board. Well, and big... Like, Ozma, you know, or whatever her name is. Ozma or whatever. Yeah. Know, little Supergirl. She's dead I mean, she just, bam, was quick. Yeah, Bigby's taking out people left and right. Uh, that is true. That is true. Yeah, I, thought... I was kind of surprised that they brought back Bellwether slash Totenkinder or whatever, you know, type things, too. Uh, you know that yeah. they, they really need to. I I I don't know that I felt like I felt like her story had kind of ended and whatever. Did he really need to bring her back? Yeah, to this whole bring her back? Kind of finale towards the end game type stuff. I don't know. Well, then okay. So Rose brought that uh, guy who can't die back, right? The one who was married to Snow. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, she just basically she gave him a second. She chance. She gave him a second chance, right? Yes. And so then he turns around and murders Wyland or whatever. Yes. Okay. And so, Rose said if he stepped out of line, she's going to throw him back in that pit and bury him, right? But where is Rose at? She's, like, nowhere to be found. He's fighting Lancelot for, like, two days, right? Yeah. And it's like, okay, Rose, you created this problem. Come here, solve it. You said you would. Now he's killed Wayland, who's now dead because you let this guy out. It appears that he stabbed uh, Sir Lancelot or whatever, Yeah, so he's dropping people like flight. Somehow he has, like, right to combat, trial by combat. It's like, no, you don't have any right to trial by combat. She barely let you out in the first place. Throw him back in the... No, I agree. That whole kind of storyline is rather annoying. And And it's like... And while she can figure out that... Where is Rose Red? Exactly. She can figure out that Nurse Spratt has his freaking ring that... But she can't figure out that this guy's wreaking havoc. This yahoo is... Wreaking havoc with her knights. Right? Yeah, no, I'm with you as well. What the hell? It's all falling apart. But that, luckily enough, that's going to get resolved here very quickly. Well, yeah, they're so. going to they're going to have to resolve everything. Right well, now. yeah, but I know how it is resolves. <laughs> I mean, they even are leading to that with a particular panel here at the end. Yeah. So, yeah. well, Scott already read it. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> this is all new to me. I never I got have, this far. No, Scott's already read the end. No, well, I mean, I have before, but no, not like not recently. I thought at the game night you said you already read the next one, which was the end. I thought you meant this one. Oh. Because by that time we had just finished the podcast. Gotcha. And it was only like three days oh, later. Okay. Have you, have you right. already read Fables? Well, yeah, but I gotcha. mean, it was only three days ago that we talked oh, about the next I gotcha. one. So I thought you were asking about this one. Because yeah, I went yeah. home immediately pretty much and read it like, read it. you know, the... The Thursday or Friday after our podcast. Okay, I so, gotcha. So yes, it's been almost two weeks ago since I've read this. But uh, <laughs> well, I just always thought that uh, the way I remember it was like Big B was back, but Big B doesn't come back until the very last trade or yeah. Issue, and that was where at, at first I I thought that they wrapped up most of the Camelot storyline here, and that the last trade was basically kind of like a, just a you know, what do you want to call it? Epilogue type of thing. But it's not. There's but a lot it's of not. Story There's going to be some more chunk in there. But I, I still remember that last one. Hell, I took it to the damn con that we went to and was having people sign it. I was thinking that thing, half of it is those damn, you know, like one-off stories. stories yeah. So Now, granted, it is as thick as this damn trade just about. So that still leaves probably a good 100 pages for them to wrap up this story, I guess. Probably. Yeah, it's, it so, goes quite a while. So I, I guess there is a good chunk. But I, for some reason, I just had it in my mind that that thing was, that this type thing wraps up fairly quickly. Yeah. And, 
and goes. And it still might, I don't know, but I'm with you that there's still a lot of threads to try to pull yeah. off. And I don't think that he does probably close all the threads. Well, either. they're even doing it so. in, in this. It was like the last story of the three blind Yeah, they already started. The last yeah. story of Sinbad. Rose. And the last story yeah. of... Yeah, and there's a lot more of them in this one. Blue At the very beard. end, it's all the last stories. So It's cool. And half it's, of it's like cut up. Well, that's what I thought. Balls. I thought like half of the thing is the last stories. Wait, or cut up? Half of it's half of it's like cut out paper dolls, oh, play yeah, sets. Yeah. I, d- I don't think it is. <laughs> not half, but there's. But that but that happened at some point <laughs> in time. Yeah. I'm being. Funny. I'm being funny. You're hilarious. I am. The just... other thing I didn't get. Okay, so Snow and maybe they'll address it. Snow and Rose are now apparently on this family line where they have to kill each other to get. The all Are you power. going where I'm going? I'm wondering what. And this? I'm like, well, then Arnival Snow's kids. Then Bingo. The same thing. I'm like, yeah. Aren't at least the girls? Should they be after each other's throats? Does that have to be the girls? And why did she then? have boys then? Yeah. It sounded like this whole line of freaking weird ass witches or and now, whatever they what are. are what are those having daughters? And one of those daughters is now the North Wind as well. How are I they going to compete with that? How are they going to compete with that? Well, so the other I one, know. I guess, is the Queen of Toyland and discarded I mean, toys. So I, I know he wanted to like do a cool like reveal with Snow and Rose of why they're always Maybe. at odds. Maybe, but it's like I think you should have thought that out because you've got this whole other thread of now Snow. Maybe kids. in the one fifty though. Maybe it all wraps. That's what I'm saying. And they'll fix it. Maybe he wraps it up. I'm. I haven't read it yet. They I'm break the curse saying. and they become best friends. Maybe they do. I'm just saying that it, it seemed kind of weird. Okay. Well, I don't think he quite thought yet. that through. I don't know. Maybe I, I kind of wondered with that though too. That it, it was. I'm just telling because I'm stupid and I didn't think of that. So it was just. I think I, I thought an interesting thing there as well. Like it, it just felt like he backed himself into a corner. With yeah, that's something. He kind of backed himself into a corner. Yeah. A bit, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Like I say, it's still really good. I enjoyed it. There's just a couple things. It, I'm like, yeah, overall. I just, where my I, brain I, But went. I felt in some uh, cases it was kind of like, oh crap, I know I'm getting closer to the end game. I better start wrapping up some of these little stories and throw things in and, and uh, you know, start quickly taking care of yeah some of these, i think when you threads. do that sometimes it can get a little sloppy uh, yeah because yeah. he's got a lot he's got to wrap up i mean he's been doing this for 149 issues yeah. he's got a lot of threads so yeah. it's, it's hard there's a lot of little things there type we'll stuff. see and he has a lot Martin of characters you know and everything to to try to deal with you know and stuff this is why George R. R. Martin's been writing this lot next game of thrones book for 12 years because he can't figure it out either <laughs> well Hey, there's the new series. With tables. Yeah, who knows what that's which, about. Which that's I'll get true. To read which maybe that will. This. Are you? You're going to read it? And... Well, I've been what if they're going to put it out in one trade or two trades? <clears throat> I don't know. I think it's done. You've I been think buying it No, it's 12. not done. All 12 have not come out. Okay. Are you well, buying Have the, they done a trade the single yet? issues then? Yes. No, they haven't oh. done a trade. The issues are least, still coming out. I know at least six are out, so if they haven't put a trade so there's out, 12. then they'll probably do 12 if they haven't done a six yet. Yeah, why didn't they do two little, yeah, the softcover trade type things? Yeah, exactly. That's what you think? But they're not going to do that until all 12 are out? That, I, that was my question. Are they're they going to do two gonna trades? Do, <laughs> do one trade with probably gonna do, They're probably going to do both. They'll the do deluxe one big hard deluxe cover, hardcover. Volume 72. To go with your run. I don't have this. Yeah, I know. You don't. But everybody else does have their run. Not very many. I don't know, dude. I just know I've been buying them. I thought I stopped pre-ordering them, so I thought it was over. I guess you missed some. Jesus. (laughs) I've got all the issues except for (laughs) ten. 
<laughs> now I have to buy the deluxe hardcover. <laughs> I'm just annoyed because I bought these compendiums. This is compendium four, and my compendium five is going to be 12 issues. What the hell? Maybe so does that one have 150 then in it as well? Yeah. It's, okay. They put out four of these compendiums of all of Fables. This is Did you sell the hardcovers? Yeah. You did? Yes, they're all gone. You, got oh, rid you of put them in that. Wow. Oh, man. I, I would have given you like $5 a piece for them. You put them in what? Son of a bitch. They were at the con. Something? Why don't you make me an offer? I didn't. Were those do, ones do you, you remember what happened at my con? I didn't have time to do anything. Okay. Huh. You sold them out from under me. Did yeah. you want them? You were collecting those. Man, I don't know. You never could do a run. I don't, I, I don't know, though. I was, I was almost thinking the same thing. It sure would be nice to. You were sitting next to him for three fucking for days. Three days. Well, two. 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 So. Sorry, two days. But, but because you're right. he wasn't there you on Friday. Think, you would have thought. I was there Friday. He was. He just dropped it off and ran or something. I ran a little bit. Actually, he, the but that draw. was the thing. He Stop came in after making. I did. I was entertaining all your people that drink so. and draw because you weren't there like usual. I know because I was busy dealing with crap. I got there to the drink and draw. I know you were there. Yeah. Someone had to hold down the fort. <laughs> Woo! There were no con people there. There was two. There was. It was me and Scott, man. No, you were there well before I was, so I, I tried to show up fashionably, fashionably late. They got there before you, but it was still way late. Mm. Later than me. Yeah, we so I was early. it was not a good night. <laughs> before that, it wasn't a good night. Cool. All right, anything else? No. Go-backs? What? Go-backs. Any go-backs? What's a go-back? Oh my God, it's like, like he's never been in a meeting. <laughs> Have you ever been in a meeting at work? I am not a corporate guy. Uh, it's any. You like, guys have go backs, right? I mean, I understand right? what a go. I, I, I think I can figure out what that. the hell it is. Yeah. So I've never heard here's that how term. it is. So like you're in a meeting and everybody's talked and you're like, oh, finally this meeting's over, and then your boss says, okay, any go backs? And then one guy's like, oh, I got something. And he yeah. talks for another twenty minutes, and you're like, dude, I was almost out of here. Why oh. did you go back? Yeah. <laughs> if he wanted to say something, he should have said it the first time. I do admit I use that term though. Yeah. But seriously, then you would have been there a uh, twenty minutes longer anyway. It's no, a, it's I could have got wash. out. I could have got out. No, if he would have talked for True. twenty minutes True. during the meeting. Yeah, but I. You'd the, still the point be twenty was, minutes later. I was expecting to done. I was like, I was done. No, and they're like, oh a, no, you're not done. You Hold know, on. there's a dumbass that's got to go back. Oh, I know. It's just like in college. There's always that one guy who just won't shut up. Yeah. Remember those All guys right. in college classes? So we're going to go ahead and let everybody out 20 minutes early today because we're done. Unless and then one guy's like, questions. oh, I have one question, Professor. All right. And then you're there 10 minutes late. Yep. Oh, my God. Every time. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for Bye. listening. Go back. Go bot.